your swords for fingers instead of knives. I'm Scary Terry. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. someone else's dreams, Morty. Oh, oh, oh. Man, oh man, oh man! The little girl! Dad, can you really ruin your day? You kidding me? This again? Oh man, it looks like we've hit dream bedrock here, Morty. Oh jeez, Rick! Whoa, 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 this isn't good! Nothing but fear from here on out, bitch! Travel through dreams! He can travel through dreams! We're so screwed! What are we here for again? Incepting. We're trying, trying to accept get... me to get an A in math? Oh yeah. Buckle up, bitch! Man, he sure says bitch a lot! You can run, but you can't hide, bitch! Hold on, Morty. You know what? He keeps saying we can run, but we can't hide. I say we try hiding. But that's the opposite of what- Yeah, well, since when are we taking this guy's advice on anything? Hey, you know what? You got a really good point there, Rick. Like, if the truth was that we could hide, it's not like he'd be sharing that information with us, you know? Uh, I think it's a good idea, Rick. Worst case scenario, we're back to running. Wow, you know what? I mean, it looks like we could've just hid this whole time. Boy, Rick, that was some good thinking. Thanks, Morty, yeah. It's nice to be on the same page every once in a while. You can run, but you can't hide! Oh, this is perfect, Morty. Look at that. He's getting sleepy. Just a little bit longer before he calls it a day. That's when we make our move. Welcome! Rise and shine, shall I say. To the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. I almost forgot what my name of my podcast was for a second there. With Ryan, Larry, and Joshua. Oh, extra and on long today's today. episode, and on today's episode, don't ever interrupt me again, Josh, or I will, I will bounce your butt <laughs> straight into a sewer drain wherever the Pennywise lives. So listen. <laughs> That's exactly how Royal I Rumble. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and on today's episode, we deal we delve into the mysterious creepy world of sleep paralysis and night terrors. mean paralysis oh. right no he meant paralysis you know what he has he has tongue paralysis <laughs> i i can never say s's right and L, you I, did, I have a problem that had nothing to do with s's that was a lot of r's and l's lissus sissus all right whatever <laughs> this isn't the speak proper podcast and it's not the fluffer, and it's not the you Scrubber? forgot my fries podcast. 
So anyways, moving forward, straight into a verdict or straight into a rating. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna say, got um, some background music for us while this is going on. Ooh. Okay. Very good. Thank I you. I dig that. Um. So, what I wanna basically break this down as is it's because I said sleep paralysis and <laughs> night terrors. <laughs> You're having mouth tears. I do have mouth tears. Okay. <laughs> I have I have a side story I want to go down, but I, I'm not going to because everybody's oh losing patience already. No. Look, when it comes to, to nightmares or night terrors, if you will, how scary is the thought of not being able to move but being wide awake Sensing somebody's watching you and not being able to stop it. One out of ten. That's a nine. What's your answer, bitch? I, th- I think. I mean, I Josh. Think Josh has podcast paralysis. I know. You know right? He's just sometimes at the- night. I feel like somebody's watching me. I'm going to give this a nine as well, because the thought of waking up and not being able to move and something staring at you and you have no control. I think that's the that's the thing here that gets me the most is not having control. And right. That's scary. All right. And especially when it's something of your imagination or, you know, something that like most things at night can play with your imagination and make you see things that you might not want to see mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this music is great but I don't know if it's going to last the whole episode <laughs> no it's just for our I verdict feel like I'm, okay you've got about a minute for, left For <laughs> that's cool alright so my, my verdict is uh nine for sure i triple nine threat uh freddy krueger's scary um granted that's the wes craven version of of uh of a verdict for for you but (laughs) the thing is larry does such a good job pulling clips i just want to give him a big hug um anyway no it's just it's really creepy man um you know, to piggyback on what Josh said, um, also, you know, as a kid, um, I didn't, I didn't have real intense worries about dreaming mm-hmm. or or sleep until I watched that movie and um, got some news for you guys. As creepy as that may have been for you, even then, there's some truth to it. Really? In fact. <sighs> Real events inspired Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, boy. So, this is a quote verbatim from Wes Craven, RIP. Amazing, amazing director, storyteller. He is missed. Um, to, uh, this is on a sci-fi website. Basically, there was a 
quote where it says he I I'd read an article in the LA Times about a family who had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia. What was that noise? Snor- that just me snoring. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me? How is that oh sleeping? Okay. <laughs> Come on. All right. He'd read an article in the LA Times about a family who had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia and managed to get to the U.S. Things were fine, and then suddenly the young son was having very disturbing nightmares. He told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him, so he tried to stay awake for days at a time. When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought this crisis was over. Then they heard screams in the middle of the night. By the time they got to him, he was dead. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Wow. Holy hell. So that's a true story. Um, Before we kind of break sleep paralysis down. Oh boy. <laughs> we have to break okay. that down syllable by syllable for you is how we're going to have to break that down. Oh. We'll start with P. It goes puh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Why can't I say things? There was this one day... I was going to tell this story earlier where I went to get uh, fast food at a McDonald's and I could not say the word sausage. I kept saying shushage. Shushage. So, and I wanted, I wanted two muffins with shushage. Shushage. Some pancakes. Shushage. I had a, I had a van full of band members about pissing their pants because I kept saying <laughs> shushage. <laughs> and I didn't understand why I couldn't change it. It's like paralysis. I can't. Paralysis. Uh, excuse me, sir. Did Paralyze. You, did you say you want a paralysis? Shock? Thank you. Paralysis. 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 I'm. I'm good. Sleep paralysis. Shit. It's all going wrong when I say the word sleep first. I think I'm being invaded by a demon from my nightmares, and so, it's myself. Do you want to Go know ahead, how Josh. it's easy to remember how to say sausage? <laughs> Just think of Jesus backwards. <laughs> I've never heard somebody say that before. Uh oh. So anyway, there was some truth to that to that story that uh Wes Craven wrote. And um to kind of further it, it go on that, there's there is a thing called nightmare death syndrome. Um so what what's actually going on with nightmare death syndrome? Um or as we know it today, sudden, sudden, actually it's sudden unexplained death syndrome. Suds. Sids. Uh, no, not Sids. Suds, oh. like a bathtub. I've got the Sads. Um, s- supposedly Suds or Brugunda syndrome um, is linked to individuals in Southeast Asia. Um, not everyone dies in his, not everyone dies with the condition, but some have been known to during nightmares, and um, it has something to do with a uh, heart rhythm disorder. So, again, more truth. Um, do you get scared about it? I don't know. Do you live in Southeast Asia? Probably not. Um, maybe you're just not breathing right. Before we continue on to the next part, though, I have to ask you guys... Because I'm assuming we've we've all had some experience with this. Um, do you remember some of your worst nightmares 
And how did you deal with that? Um, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, I give you guys a minute to think about it. I'll start. Um, as a kid, my parents got divorced when I was real young and I used to hear them fight quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would go to sleep to the sound of them fighting. That's fun. No. And that's partially why, you know, whenever anything gets heated with me and my significant other, I try to not do that. Right. Especially at night, because I know that it's. It can be detrimental. Yes. So later on in my adulthood, um, looking back, I remembered certain things because as a kid, you're not really. You know, mommy picks you up, drops you off somewhere. You're not really thinking about it. But I did distinctly see a child psychologist for a while. And um, I had nightmares. And in the nightmares, um, you know, when you're dreaming and things are going on in the real world, they seep into your dreams a bit. It's like when your mom turned the light on to tell you to get up because it was time to go to school. You'd be in a dream and all of a sudden there would just be this bright flash Right. So this, something like that. Um, in that weird state, I would hear loud and quiet noises, and they would build up, specifically the sounds of my, my parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, I would stay with my dad, and it got so bad that he had an... Um, I would sleep in a bed, and he would wake me up because I would be kicking and screaming. So... If that's what night terrors are, um, or I'm sorry, if that's if that's what I experienced and that is similar to something you experienced, you're not alone because over three million people actually suffer some from sleep paralysis. Paralysis. I did it again. Paralysis. <laughs> sleep shoshage. <laughs> paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Over 3 million people suffer from sleep paralysis. Shit. (laughs) It's like I can't... It's like I don't know how to explain it. Maybe I have Lisp or like a weird backwards, backwoods melon head version of Lisp. Um, So anyway, what I'm getting to is that... You didn't... Over 3 million people have it. You just wanted to tell your story. It's true. Some people can get them. No, 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 no. That was my story. Just, just my. Br- I tried to be brief. Things that happened to me. You guys, co-hosts slash producers <laughs> slash amazing guys, tell me, tell me about your experiences. I still get. I had one not too long ago, and it's always the same thing, and it's recurring. And I'm in in bed in my in this nightmare frightmare whatever you want to call it i'm lying in bed it's so realistic and i can feel the hair stand up on my arms and then boom the entire house is hit with lightning and i jolt awake screaming which of course is fun for my wife but i yeah i still get these these and it's always the same thing it's us getting struck by a bolt of lightning and it feels so real to the point where I, I wow. can feel the hair stand up on my arms, and I can't move. Like, 
in the dream, I don't think I can move. Like, I can feel like we're about to get hit, and I can't move out of bed. Now, do you ever have it in that conscious or subconscious state, I suppose? Like, you have that thought, oh, no, here we go again. Yes. I I this I know what's happening. I know what's coming. Yes. And yet there's nothing you can well, do about it. It, it yep, it's actually Josh. in the dream. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. In the dream it's storming. Even if it's like and like I said this happened a couple nights ago when it's like snowing. There's no storms, but it's so real. I can you can, I can hear the thunder, I can see the lightning. And and I know it's coming. But like I keep just like my brain can't stop it from happening. Um, wow! You know, Josh, you were kind of hinting at something there for a second. I want to mention, um, because Larry's saying he realizes he's in a dream. Um, there is a thing called lucid dreaming where you realize you're in a dream and and um you kind of take control of of the situation. Um, and I don't think that can be. I think I don't necessarily think that's something that pertains to um that pertains to to what he's having because I think what he's having is almost like an unstoppable fever dream like he's caught in a loop it sounds right. like it I mean yeah. I don't I don't know if I'm wrong but it lucid yeah. dreaming like uh, lucid dreaming is like when you're when you're having a dream and then all of a sudden it gets it's, to the point where you're like, oh, I'm definitely dreaming. I'm going to make this even better. Like, you know, uh, the, but, sorry, it's like I wake up at the same. The, the lightning hits and the sound is so loud in my head that it jolts me awake and my ears are ringing. It's really creepy. If I feel like I've been hit by lightning. And not, like not in a pain sense, but like my ears are ringing and like my heart is going 100 miles an hour and I'm I'm just, just wide awake. And well, there there goes the rest of my night. Yeah, it, it, like you uh, like you're full of energy all of a yeah. sudden, like you like stick your a fork into a outlet or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what I'm doing in my sleep. <laughs> just right? so you know, tripping in a dream and waking up with a jolt is called a hypnic jerk. And happens because your brain thinks the body is dying. What? I think Larry has a different hypnic jerk going on in the middle of the night. <laughs> Twice yesterday. Um, <laughs> they are more frequent in childhood with four to seven per hour at the age ranging from eight to 12 years old. And wow. it increases towards one to two per hour at 65 to 80. Hmm. So just food for thought i figured i'd throw that out there because oh i i know i knew i remember reading about that and wanted to pull that up and just recite that to you real quick um fun josh why don't you go i uh i i've actually never had this kind of an experience before i mean i have i have a dream a nightmare that i had when i was like maybe six or seven years old that i still vividly remember but uh other than that i have never had i mean uh, nothing like larry where it's uh, the same thing over and over i've had times where i've suddenly woke up real fast real hard and go okay well what the hell and like i bolt up but i think in this 
the the thing that I do the most in my sleep, I I know I've I sleep talk a lot, and my wife has seen me like sleep walk. Really? Ugh. Yep. Yep. There was there was one time I I woke up and she she was awake still laying in bed and i jumped out of bed naked ran over to the, or said something to the effect of i've been waiting all night for this ran over to our window flung the curtains <laughs> open hello stood there for a minute and then went back over got back into bed and went right back to sleep and i have no memory of well, it whatsoever i have a little bit of reconnaissance I just did for you, sir. I went straight to the God of Answers online. I went straight to Yahoo Answers Mm-mm-mm. to ask, oh, why do I sleepwalk? And the best answer is, I know it's a subconscious thing that triggers you to move around during sleep. If you have to pee, you normally wake fully to stumble to the bathroom, do your business, and go back to bed. For some reason... You're not waking completely, but your nightmares, I'm assuming, scare you so bad that you recognize the urge to get up and flee. Yeah. It would be a good idea to go to a sleep clinic. Most insurance companies cover it. All you pay is a copay. My husband used to sleepwalk as a child, and as of the last few months, he only sleepwalks when he has had too much beer. He has enough sense to turn doorknobs and step over the baby gate without hurting himself, but sometimes he doesn't realize what room he's in when he lets loose. Either way, it's embarrassing to the person sleepwalking and anyone who witnessed it. Maybe counseling will help you. That, I don't necessarily that, think you drink too much beer. I think, you, if anything, you don't drink enough. But that's just me. That reminded me of a um, a story uh, that Marty, who's been a guest on this show, he told me on the yes. EFIS, and that was a baseball player by the name of Glenn Allen Hill once landed himself on the uh, disabled list because he had a nightmare that he was being chased by giant spiders. He took off running out of his bed, tripped, and fell through a glass table. Oh my God, no. Yeah. Ouchies. Yeah. They've never had it that bad. No fun. That's scary. <laughs> Like uh, being jolted <laughs> awake scary. is bad enough. I can't imagine like ha- s- sleepwalking. That that scares me for some reason. Well, let's let's um let's break it down. So basically, this disorder it's a phenomenon in which an individual either during falling asleep or awakening briefly experiences an inability to move, speak, or react. Um, do you guys have have you ever had this feeling? The, the one that I just listed. Have you no. ever had that where you're... No? Okay. Again, I will say this, and I can't believe... I can't say the word paralysis without saying just, it that way. Just call it sl- Chris- Christopher Reeves of the dreams. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> okay. Well, Christopher Reeves of the dreams um, is a phenomenon, like I said... <laughs> That I have experienced. Um, I have. Uh, I remember distinctly as a kid um, waking up and not being able to move Oof. and then getting the hip, hypnojerk 
and waking up. That's really usually how it happens. happened for me. It was like a 30-second just like, I'm looking, and I remember distinctly looking at the 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 darkness around me and Mm -hmm. all of it looking like little tiny i always thought of willy wonka and the chocolate factory when the boys like uh tommy tv or whatever his name is he's just like look i'm up there in a million pieces or look he's up there in a million pieces like the 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 um the staticky kind of multicolored little dots it always looked like that to me and it was just moving around and uh that's that's what i remember distinctly is is waking up and i think this would have been post my uh child psychology years like probably early middle school times um i i had felt it a few times and so it's it's it is a scary feeling um it's it's you know you you're between waking up and sleeping um the, the the scary thing, and I read a BuzzFeed article about this. It feels like you you basically it feels like you woke up dead Ugh. when you feel Ugh. this. No, um, which is a which is a nightmare I've had before, where I'm literally I'm claust I'm pretty claustrophobic. I I guess I'm I'm a light claustrophobe. I get a little weirded out when everything is a little too tight. Mm-hmm. Like I hate when I drive underground. And I get that moment of like claustrophobia that I'm in a tube. Like, what happens if this tube just like I don't know fell off into like the Canadian uh, Michigan uh, lake or you know that? that yes, that everybody knows like, Lake Michigan, Canada. <laughs> I'm saying for the regional listeners, not necessarily the Somalian. Um, okay, so. Like I said, it happens when you're falling asleep or waking up. Sleep, the the. Now this is this is. Um, I'm gonna save our our, our friend. I'm gonna, well, that's all I'm gonna allude to. Our friend slash friends for the second half. But um, this is where it gets really fucking creepy. Actually, um, sleep paralysis. <laughs> Can involve hallucinations. <laughs> I, it's like I can't stop, and it's totally taking the scary factor out. As soon as I say the word, I'm gonna just change it to night terrors. Night terrors can involve hallucinations. So, which night terrors is very close to this. Um, and like I said, you can't just wake up when you when you go through these these moments. You're you're you're. You're awake, and it, you know it can happen to anyone. It's it it literally can happen to anyone. It's just it's a very random kind of. It's like the guy that didn't eat enough bananas gets a Charlie horse. I don't know. Have you ever woken up with a Charlie horse? It's the worst oh, feeling in the world. It's the oh. worst. Yeah, I wake up to. It's always I'm always waking up and like punching my leg, like. That's what I'm doing as I'm waking up is punching my leg because that's all I can it think feels, of to do, you know? It feels like the tendons on my calf are snapping yeah. or something. Oh, it's the worst. Um, the, as the most that uh, researchers can conclude, though, it has a lot to do with being sleep deprived. So try to sleep good if you can. 
Um, um, maybe that's why I'm having these frightmares. I'm not the best of really, sleepers. I, there's no definitive cause, and there, there, I, um, okay. there's some artwork actually. Uh, I, I apologize, but uh, there is some famous artwork. There's a Swiss painter named Henry Fusali who has a painting that's inspired by a supernatural dream, and it's supposed to show um, the uh, night terrors that happen to people, and um, it's terrifying. So we will post it on our Instagram. Sorry. Larry, go ahead. You going to say something there? Uh, something about That was a while ago. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I wanted to get that out, and that's my bad. Um, so anyway, we'll sl- we'll save the hat man for the next part. But I uh, I got a quick question for you guys, and you know, you know if 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 you don't mind. Um, so, as kids, did you ever think like <sighs> that your life would? when you got older, you would, you would not be so scared. Okay. Does that make sense? Like as a kid, you're scared, you're scared of a lot of things. You know, you, you walk up the steps to go upstairs and you have that moment of like, Ooh, as a kid, like something's going to grab you or something like that. I don't know if that was just me, but that might be like, just you, bud. Dark, <laughs> dark basements and, uh, uh, dirty attics like anytime as a kid i would or or um late at night when you'd be walking home from a friend's house because you know it was the 80s and 90s and that's how we rolled you'd feel a little uneasy on your your bmx huffy bike because it felt like something was there did you guys ever um did you guys ever feel that way um I think I felt that way in the house I grew up in because I'm pretty sure that house was haunted, but I mean that, yeah, that, I mean, but that's it. Like when I, when I moved to the area I am in now, I, I guess I haven't had that, that strange vibe, but like, that that house, like, yeah, if I was downstairs and it was dark, oh man, <laughs> it was it was pretty creepy. Larry, you were just constantly iron balls, never scared. Um, had an old, I had was, an older brother that you were more scared of. I was more of a don't think of the consequences kind of guy, and uh, which is something I still fight with today. Um, so no, I, you know, I like to, I would go out like and do scary skateboard, not think of the fact that maybe I'd crack my head open and die. I think I was really just kind of pointing to the fact that as kids, we were so impressionable and ready for like, for everything we thought or were told was real, was real. But then as we get older, as you get older, it just slowly kind of fades to the point where it's like, like now if I watch Nightmare on Elm Street, it's like background noise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like things don't affect me the same way anymore. I, I Except I, for the things like Star Wars. That's it. 
I feel like I have to disagree with you though. Because I think that there are maybe some people that are not as impressionable, but look at look at how we said that when we were younger we had that those type of feelings, but Leary did not. I feel like to nowadays, especially with uh, the internet, Facebook, you have all these different mediums that people can connect with, and especially with all the fake news stuff, people are easily, easily fooled. And well, I'm. I guess what I'm talking about is like a supernatural sense, like almost like a Harry Potter level of like fantasy and horror. Um, which I think are two things that are kind of, they're, they're, they're one of the same. It, it's, uh, I guess it, and it could also feed into like the fact that I was raised in like a very religious area and I just figured like, so was I, um, of course we were all, we all were, I just, I guess I, I had, there was more weight to the idea of like a, uh, uh, an angel or demon or uh, a leprechaun or some, a ghost specifically, which is something I'd love to rehash. And that's why I think I go out of my way with something like this show. And, 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 and really why I brought this up is mostly because like, I think dreams specifically dreams as an adult or adults play a big part into our subconscious and kind of either what we would like to do and say or or um uh you know something that we 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 need to flesh out on our own and figure out on our own and um a part of that i think is as kids it's such a such a basic thing to be afraid and as you get but older you get less afraid Go I, ahead. I i find it to be the opposite for myself i wasn't afraid of much when really? i was a kid I didn't care about consequences. I didn't think I would ever get hurt. I felt indestructible when I was a kid. Now, see, now I feel I like have. you had a I feel like you had a good upbringing then. Um, <laughs> I had great parents, but like similar to you, man, my parents divorced when I was six or seven years old. Hey. Same thing with the fighting, yeah. and you know, I I don't feel like I was raised much different than you. Religious hey, my family. My my, my my uh, I have yeah. an I have an uncle who's a priest. I have an I have an aunt who's a nun. You know, I mean, I've oh. come from an extremely religious family. <laughs> yeah. So is, I just think well, that people are. You're just gonna find that it's different for everybody. I don't think there's a template you can put on this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it correct. was it was a it was a deep thought I thought I was having earlier today when I, I was tell driving you, home. I'll tell you I what think- I thought when I was a kid that I'm learning as an adult is that when I was a kid I thought all adults were smart. And it turns out about 50% of them are dumbasses. I almost shot a snot rocket <laughs> I mean, on the microphone when I heard that. Like I thought all adults were um, smart. And I grew up and I'm like they're dumb. No. They're, ex- they're extended plays of kids. They're just a couple years longer. Josh, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? No, not really. I was just going to okay. point out like, hey, so apparently all of us had our parents divorced when we were young. So this is the <laughs> divorce 
kids podcast. <laughs> oh, we still will, kid. Mom and dad are good. Get back together. You don't talk like that. Mom loves dad. Dad loves mom. Welcome to Weekend Custody. We're a divorce history <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Welcome to every other weekend. My dad's the coolest. He shows me Playboys and HBO, and it's awesome. Who gets to he claim me, me on the their taxes? For Welcome to New Daddy Buys Me Lots of Toys. Oh, God. You Welcome know, to. Me and your mom really love you. You seem like a real smart kid. Welcome to New Mommy Makes Me Tingle down below. <laughs> oh, damn it. The Damn middle it. school edition. I was about to go there. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to delve a little bit more into our own nightmares and realities and round it out with all the usual bells and whistles. We'll see you then. Hi, honey. You're home early. How was your day? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, of course. You never want to talk about it. Get off my back, bitch. Out there. Not in here. I know. I know. I shouldn't take my anger out on you or scary Brandon. I love you, Melissa. I love you too, Terry. Morty, this is perfect. After a little scary coitus, they should be fast asleep, and then we'll incept him. Looks like Scary Terry's having a nightmare. Oh boy, Rick! I can only imagine what horrible things must, you know, scare Scary Terry. Oh no! I'm late to class, bitch! Oh no! I'm not wearing any pants! Mr. Terry, why don't you tell the whole class the proper wordplay to use when one is chasing one's victim through a pumpkin patch? Oh, uh... Um, bitch. Oh, come on, Terry. You can't think of a pun involving pumpkins, bitch? Hey, leave him alone! Yeah, this is a bunch of bullcrap. Who cares what stupid pun you make when you kill someone? Why don't you let the poor guy say whatever he wants? Well, I never... I, I see no reason to stand here and take this. You're putting too much pressure on yourself, Scary Terry. You know, I mean, you're perfectly scary enough as it is. Hey, yo, Scary T, don't even trip about your pants, Dog, here's a pair on us, fool. Oh, bitch. I don't know what to say. You don't need to say anything. We got you, dog. You're our boy, dog. Don't even trip. Oh, hey. It's you guys. I haven't seen him this relaxed in years. If you guys ever need anything, just say the word. Uh, 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 that uh, clip had me feeling things. And it really tickled my ribs, if 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 I can say that. It tickled my nuts. Ooh. I'll, oh, I'll have whatever. What were you watching? Were you watching a Pornhub clip or were you watching a real clip? Oh yeah, you didn't see the uh, Pornhub version of Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> it's it's oh. literally Oops, called. I guess we were. <laughs> guess we weren't watching the same one. Yeah. They didn't even change Good the Lord, name. You know, how usually they ch they change the name. It's like shaving Ryan's privates instead of saving Private Ryan. No, this one's still right. called Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> yeah, it's that would be one like one of the 
one of the few movies I'm trying to think of any other movies in my head right now that you could s- keep the same name for the porno. You have to check out I the fluffer. Striptease. We cover that this week. Oh, that's right. Hey, again, I'm throwing it out there. If a fan rates and reviews our podcast and says the fluffer or any of the podcast genius ideas we brought up, <laughs> we will do that and send it to you. Might just be two minutes, but who cares? Okay, guys, this episode really came from watching the great documentary, The Nightmare, on Netflix. Did either of you get a chance to check that documentary out? No, because you sent it like okay <laughs> today. I have a job. Yeah, same here. I had a job. I was at all day. You, you guys. When I when I tell you something, you don't immediately drop everything you're doing. <laughs> download either the album or watch the movie, or you know, you, convert to the religion that I'm telling you to convert to. Usually, we do. Today was different. Uh, okay, I admittedly okay, well, wanted to go into this uh, kind of blind as well because it's a, it's a little bit more entertaining. If you don't know exactly <laughs> what the episode is about, and all Get, the... make the host do all the work, yeah, okay. Mm, <laughs> I, back of the bus. I don't know why Ryan thought this would be the one time I do research. <laughs> I thought. I hoped. I really did. I just wanted one person to talk. Okay, not in Trump's America. I don't have to do any preparation for anything anymore. You mean okay, like look. studying the constitution? See who you're putting on your uh, your cabinet and never mind. I'm I not going to go down one that rabbit hole. According to an article I read, uh, like 475 people have been detained and 55 uh, sex trafficking victims have been released. So I don't know if it has anything to do with the Franklin cover-up actually being resolved. But they're not posting that in CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News. So something's going on, and that might be a future conspiracy. But it's a gate, you mean? Not on this episode. And not on a part two of Pizzagate. If anything, we'll do a part two for this, because holy cow. Can, can I part, found... Can part two of Pizzagate be called Garlic Knots? Gate? Mm. <laughs> sure. I was thinking pizza And if you bring a coupon, you'll get $5 off those garlic knots. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce our cryptid of the night terrors. He's the hat man. Now, (laughs) in the nightmare, they do talk about this particular gentleman. A few of the the, um, people that are relating their night terrors, their um, episodes, if you will, talk about shadow people. Now, the shadow people are an episode to the side all to themselves. There's even a character um, based in, uh, you know, cryptid f- history called the Amul Negru, who could probably get his own conspiracy therapy episode if we're if we're being honest but um 
The Hat Man is often described as a dark shadow whose shape includes a readily visible outline of a wide-brimmed hat. No, this isn't Curious George's Yellow Man. Um, it is very Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, sometimes not. I'm sorry, it's not a fedora either. It's very It's a it's a wide-brimmed hat. Sometimes a cape is also mentioned by those who claim to have seen Hatman. I'm thinking those are like the 18th century people who who see Hatman, because that's the only time I can think of when you, or, you know, that or before when you would be caught wearing a cape unless you were like finger blessed in Lois Lane. I'm thinking um, it's Darkwing Duck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get dangerous. Some people report specific shapes of the hat, always as an older style hat, but those who report seeing Hat Man with a hat in the shape of Vadora seem to have quite negative experiences with whatever entity they encountered. Often this Fedora wearing entity is what people are mean Oh my god, are you puking over saw- there? No, I I uh, breathe burped. It's when you're trying to breathe and you burp. Uh, it, uh, God damn it! <laughs> you got those. You got those buttons pulled up real quick. Uh. Oh, that actually kind of sounded very soothing. Uh, uh, often, this fedora-wearing entity is what people are meaning when they say they saw the fat man, which I just said probably before the burps, but I got confused. Uh, many who report a general shadow entity. With a hat shape included in their description, speak of a shadow person who behaves with curiosity towards the area it's in or toward the person who sees it. The hat shadow will usually vanish, sort of dissipate or fade away. But in any case, the encounter usually lasts a very short duration and the eyewitness, the eyewitnesses usually report few negative details surrounding the encounter. The Fedora Hat Man seems a different sort of shadow person entity, and most often people report a feeling of absolute terror upon seeing this particular shadow <laughs> entity. Now, it makes me think like if you have sleep paralysis. A little better. <laughs> I thought of a cat when I did it that time. Um, it has something to do with people who were like Nightmare on Elm Street fans and were like part of the original three because the first three are the best um and got scared you know what i'm you know what i'm saying so like i have i have to assume this has something to do with your subconscious the very root of it it's it's a thing that you fear and other than that like somebody walks in with a hat i'm assuming they're like fbi cia they're gonna like stick a yolk batter thing in my head and like scramble my brains and like send me to like Area Fifty One. Like if if I'm if I'm scared and I'm paralyzed in my bed and I look over and uh, um, that's just my thing. So so that. so that yeah. Some of the added fear might come from the red glowing eyes, which I didn't bring up yet, but that makes it even worse, because if you're looking around and you see shadow people, and then all of a sudden their eyes are like glowing red little beady lights, 
not cool, man. The eyes are also something that most other shadow people do not have. So it's only for a few. So if you see that one, it's like you're the chosen one. You're going to take me to who knows where and probably disembowel me or whatever scary things shadow people do on their off time. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go, go over all the back backstory of this character and I will post a picture of it, but, um, do you guys want a few reactions to people who have seen the hat man? Or yes. Did you know Bob Seeker was one of them? He wrote a he wrote a song about him. It's called Hat Man Do. <laughs> Come on, Larry. You can't I don't even hear you anymore. I'm you here. There? Yeah, I'm here. You, Hat Man Do. Didn't even make you chuckle. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. According to a few anonymous people who have now seen that Hat Man, when I was eight, I swore I saw him. I ran screaming to my mom's room, and she told me it was probably the fan. When I went back to my room, he was gone. I wrote poems and rhymes about him, but my mom still doesn't believe me. He watches me when I sleep. I know he's there. I make no peep. I didn't move or say his name. He knows I know. He acts the same. If any of you seen see him and no one believes you, just ignore him. If you don't, you become as paranoid as me. Wow, that's kind of sad, actually. I feel like that's a Walmart greeter in, like, Nashville. Um, to the man who sees the one with glowing red eyes, from what I have read, those they do believe are more dangerous, evil, and maybe even demonic, so I would seriously recommend at the very least, to talk to a priest. Hmm, that kind of rhymed, too. Good job, buddy. I was lying down in bed facing the wall when I decided to get up and put on my iPod, which was lying in the dock of my desk. I rolled over, and instantly I knew there was something odd. While it was darkish in the room, standing beside my bed was a silhouette. There was no light that passed through. It took a couple of seconds to register what the shape was. It looked like the silhouette of a man in the 50s. With a old style fedora hat, I freaked out, panicked, and hid. When I looked back, it had gone. Somebody replied to that and said, "Matt, that was just Walter White." So there's there's a just insane amount of people who said they've seen the Hat Man. I've never seen the Hat Man, but I tell you what, that's some scary shit. If you ask me. Yeah. So what are we going to do next, fellas? What do we, what, I, I think your cat wants to say something to you, Josh. Yeah, right. You have food. Damn it, Fluffy! So, you bad kitty! The happy kitty. All right, so Josh, I have to know what kind of what kind of culture of popping happens to relate to our said topic of the night. 
It's time for the Pop Culture Minute with Josh. Sonic Boom! Well, unfortunately, you already took a couple of my big ones out from me. I was going to mention The Nightmare, which, of course, is uh, the documentary. It's on Netflix. Um, The Conjuring is a movie that is it has somebody who who's it shows someone who's possessed and they have to essentially use astral travel to go and save their their kid the guy sits down in a chair in the main scene about this and finds himself unaware to unable to move but then after a while he rises up and sees his own body um this movie is i think came out what last year or the year before i can't remember for sure i think it's like three it might be a little older than that like three years old oh no 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 um this this next movie i was gonna mention uh oh sorry no it's it's fine uh this is a movie that i know it's an indie film and made some pretty big waves and i actually i i heard about it from you ryan uh, the movie The Babadook. The reason why I bring up that is because it's it's a horror it's a horror movie about sleep paralysis and a dark figure or shadow person which follows the people around their life and appears in the night. Uh it's it I wanna spoil Baba the movie. Duke. But it's it's a great film. Definitely recommend uh, Creep My Wife Out. Uh, me, not so much. Uh, it has a few really, really creepy moments. The ending is very haunting. And I feel like that's that's kind of a thing that I judge movies on now, especially horror movies. If you can give me like a lasting feel at the end, something that kind of clings to you a little bit. It doesn't have to be as the scariest thing ever, but if it affects me, damn straight. Right. Love that. That's a great movie. Highly recommended by this crew, I, I would say. Uh, I already have already you mentioned uh Nightmare on Elm Street. That that's what this whole thing is about. And yes, the first for I would say it's actually for me the first two are the ones that are the scariest because uh Freddy is not trying to be funny. Whereas obviously the later ones, he has those one-liners, and uh, he becomes a kind of a a comedian, if you will, while he's killing his prey. But man, those first couple, they're they're bad, yeah. and especially if you watch them at a at a young age. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna take us out of movies. I only have one for a TV show. Uh, I'm sure there's more out there, but uh, but this is a uh, episode of Doctor Who. Uh, it's the episode is actually called Doctor Night- What, Doctor When, and that was in September of 2011. The episode what? is called Night Terrors, and cool. I'm just, I just want to read a quick. Uh, synopsis here in the episode alien time traveler the doctor and this is when he it's Matt Smith 
for anybody who's a fan, and his companions, Amy Pond and Rory, decide to make a house call to an eight-year-old boy named George, who is terrified of almost everything, and especially dreads the cupboard in his bedroom. While the doctor discusses this with George's father, Alex, the the kid's dad, Amy and Rory become trapped in a dollhouse with terrifying life-size peg dolls. And it's the, the 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 idea of the episode came from night terrors. I mean, and it taps into uh, fear of like dolls and whatnot as well. It's a creepy, creepy episode. So, uh, like I always say, I recommend Doctor Who, but that when they try to be scary on that show and creepy, they they can nail it. Okay. Sweet. I got one game for you. And I am a huge horror game fan, and I will not play this. Now, do you guys, I'm sure you guys remember Pokemon Go, the augmented reality game from last year, hugely successful. Well, if you have an iOS device, you can go on and get a game called Night Terrors. This game, Night Terrors, uses your phone and the the camera on your phone, and you walk around your house and these scariest shit looking monsters appear on your phone and you have to... Uh, I'm I'm, going to read this. The game developers claim that the app can scan the layout of a player's house to customize scares. It also has the ability to manipulate your phone by taking strange pictures and sending creepy texts. And even though nobody has one, there's an added bonus for Apple Watch users. The game analyzes their heartbeat to increase the scare scares right as your heart starts racing. In other words, the goal will be to keep your heartbeat down so the monsters won't be able to hear you. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty impressed by the levels of just like going out of their ways to just make people shart themselves. Yeah, uh, I mean, looking at the game screenshots that I've seen, the monsters that they have in there are pretty pretty creepy looking. But yeah, it's I, the saw, fact I actually that- saw this one. Yeah, it's the fact that it's it's your house. This is your own home, yeah. and I feel like if you're easily uh, scared, this is a game that you could be moving around and you see something and you'll be creeped out of that area forever. So right. Uh, <laughs> so I like I said, I will not download the game, but I saw it seem pretty creepy so if you're into that go for it sweet is that it that's uh that's all i have wow very well done sir always nice to get a big uh refresher on some things that you might not know about a certain topic that we're covering thank you josh mm-hmm. um Okay, so before we go into the quiz, I think I'm going to continue with the tradition of doing the verdict before said quiz. Um, Now, obviously, we all believe in night terrors. 
But I brought up the hat, man. And I'm curious, do you think, do you realistically think that if you had a stalker slash anamorphosized shadow, which is a human-like shadow, almost human-like shadow, slash creature in your dreams... Do you think that they could actually cause you any harm? Do you think it's possible that creatures in your dreams, in your night terrors, can actually hurt you? Or do you think that maybe those people just got excited and had heart attacks? I think that's, you pretty much already said it. Like, I don't, I I mean, this isn't really a traditional, uh... I would say that anything that you're doing, any kind of harm that's being done to you is probably from yourself uh, trying to flee in your dreams from whatever it is that's attacking you. And so, like Larry's story from earlier, you're hurting yourself, you're scratching yourself, and that's how you uh, you simulate the the pain that you're feeling in these dreams. And uh, I mean, you could be getting so scared that some people with a weak heart could be having a heart attack. So, but do I think that whatever it is in the dream, that's actually hurting you? No, I think it's just you. Well, that's why I'm glad you went first. And and what you outlaid there is, is spot on. Um, For me, we're going to have Larry go last because that's what we're going to do. God damn it. Uh, I feel that that I feel exactly the same way. I think it's I think it will end you, but I think it's your own doing. Um, not to say that you're wrong or you're a horrible person if you have, you know this this condition these these horrible nightmares. Um, these you know, it's it's not the same as lucid dreaming. If you don't have any control, if you're just scared, um, like I said over 3 million people have it and anybody can get, just randomly get it on a whim. It's something that a lot of people say is curable from therapy. Um, which if you're like a Scientologist or anti-therapy, you need to knock that shit off. You need to find a friend, grab a pint, chug it down, have a good conversation. Maybe it'll leave some stress. But But either way, I'm with Josh on this this verdict. I think it is something that uh, we do to ourselves. I think it's a mental thing. I think it, it ties even harder into psychology than we would think. Um, I think it uh, that's just uh, part of life. Larry, why don't you round this verdict out? No. What? That's my answer. No. Uh, uh, Larry says no. If, if memory serves me correctly, the human brain releases a chemical when you're near death that is very similar to acid or mushrooms or, or other powerful hallucinogenics. DMT. Yes. DDT. <laughs> really? I, I took a picture of 
Yes. By the way, BLT, side, Josh. side note. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think that's uh, that's really interesting. I've, I've never heard of that before. That really, you, you released a chemical. That's yep. pretty. I don't want to say cool, but I mean, it's you're going to be tripping your balls off when you well, see the white light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. You're hallucinating as you're dying. It's supposed to help, I guess, with the dying process. Hmm. Interesting. It's, that's how it's, because um, a, a lot of like when um astronauts when they 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 do this where they spin them until they pass out the brain does the same thing this is where and these astronauts said they like just before they passed out they were tripping their balls off huh sweet let's get in one of those rides new no, like structure you can have that out. i will not right. be participating in that I can't even go on a swing set without barfing all over everyone. You can't even get through yeah, a podcast without barfing all over yourself. <laughs> See, I thought it was one of those UFO rides Ouch. from the summer carnival. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, can't, that's been your verdict. Can't believe our parents would allow us to go on those carnivals if you really think about it. They oh, set up, yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't have permits. They set up in the parking lot of a shoe carnival. They go <laughs> yeah. on for about two days and then they're gone. <laughs> hey, let's leave our kids here with a bunch of carnies. Yeah. They look like some happy lot. They got a bunch of rusty farm equipment they're going to strap them to with leather belts. I'm, and that, I'm you know, method, Mike. Step right up. Step right up. When you're self a teddy bear. Hey, my name's Dave. I can't even say the word paralysis without having a mini stroke. I'm Itchy I'm Mike, saying. and this is my friend Scabby Steve. We're here to help you get on the zipper ride. <laughs> How many? Uh, this is our joint. This is our joint joint wife, Jenna. She many, signed up for it, so why not? How many piles of vomit do you think uh, there are in those carnival areas after oh, a weekend? Man. My, I, I'm setting God. up the over. Oh boy, for a weekend, I'm putting the over under at a twenty five. Yeah, it sounds about right. Twenty five. Anytime I gallons? ever went on the the saucer ride, I would vomit every time. Okay. So and I, and mind you, being like a kid, it's been years since I've gone on it, but. I was a kid, not like an older guy who's been drinking. <laughs> I would no. love to be your date to a carnival. What's stopping you? He's my cousin's blood. It's weird. I'm, we're not Lannisters. We're in, I'm just saying. We're in southern Michigan. <laughs> all the girls I dated, all the girls I dated were like, smooch, smooch, kiss, kiss, say goodnight, see you tomorrow, call you on your phone, tug, tug, ask your tug, dad for tug. the girl. <laughs> Now, Tug Tug wasn't until, like, post-high school. No, Tug Tug was, like, sophomore year high school. But anyway, <sighs> I digress. Let's just Bro, say... And I digest. Mm -hmm. You can hear it live every <laughs> week on a Monday. Mm -hmm. Getting your week started off right. Hey, you know what? No. We're getting closer and closer to the springtime. Okay. We got a weather report. From uh, Old Man Winter. Anybody? Oh, that's right. Global warming is going to make it warm real fast. So 
It's going to be 15 degrees tomorrow. So I warm. I did, so see, I did see that, though. So shut the fuck up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. it's time for our last and most fun-filled segment. It is time for us to get quizzical. Let's get quizzical, quizzical. I want to get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. All right, boys, you know how to play the game. Buzz in with your name. Since we kicked off this episode with the movie Nightmare on Elm Street, I put together a quiz I think you two will both enjoy. Horror films. Oh, yes. Oh, mama. We're going deep, though. Oh, that's fine. I like it. Deeper the better. Question number one. When did the original Japanese version of The Ring come out? A. 1988 B. 1998 D. 1994 Josh Josh 98 That is correct That's right I take longer, but I, I knew that Question number two Who was chasing the dog at the very beginning of The Thing? Ryan. 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 Uh, was it Swedish? Finland? You have, you have to pick. You have to pick something. Five. Swedish. Mm. I've a, disgraced my family. A, Swedish. Swedish. B, Norwegian. C, Belgians. Or D, Romanians. I'm going to go with B. The Norwegians. That's correct. Question number three. Who wrote The Shining? Josh. Uh, Stephen Josh. King. That's correct. Josh, three. Ryan, zero. Question number four. In the classic horror movie Psycho, how much money did Marion Crane steal? Ryan. Ryan. $250,000. A. 25000 B. 40000 C sixty thousand, D one hundred thousand. Josh, Josh, I'm gonna go with C. That is incorrect. The answer is forty thousand dollars. Oh, nice, nice. Josh three, Ryan zero. Last question, worth four points. What a coincidence, Ryan! You're still in it. Yeah, right. What is Sigourney Weaver's character name in the? Sci-fi thriller series Alien. Josh, Ryan, Josh, Ridley. No, I had that. Need uh, the entire name. Uh, what? I need the entire her entire name. 
first and last. Chop, chop. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, weak. <laughs> um, I want to say... Uh, Anderson. Uh, Ellen Ripley. Ryan, you got your oh, oh another win! Congratulations! I was I was gonna say Ellen Eleanor Ellen Page, but that I guess that would have been. You know what? No, I cards were stacked against me on this. I asked for <laughs> I asked for the name, and you gave me half a name. So that okay? If you ask anybody on the street, like okay. Uh-huh. Sigourney Weaver in Alien movie. What was her name? That's what they would say, and they'd be wrong because they would have only given me half a name. Oh, jeez! I know I'm a stickler. Get Man. your hands off her, you bitch! I mean, I love her. Ryan Taco Bell. Ryan knew Ethan. it. Yeah, good. I he did. knew one. <laughs> it was the important one. <laughs> Obviously. This quiz was slated to let me win. Just saying. Man. Guys, I feel I feel like I just pooped had sweet su- sweet sweet bodily functions and and uh, I've come to the end. Let's 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 end it with a round of plugs. Josh, where do we find you if you're not here? In anger management. <laughs> Don't be a sore loser. You can find me on a Potty Slam Podcast. Oh, great. You all, lately we have been on a roll on the Potty Slam Podcast with some really, really good episodes. So uh, we've had Ryan on there. We've had April is back. April so, is back. Uh, it's been some pretty good episodes. So if you want to listen to that, that's you know where it's at. Potty Slam Podcasts on Facebook, Twitter, and Podomatic at PottySlamShow.Podomatic.com. We'll tell you what. You can listen we'll have to, to have April on our show. You can listen to the uh, latest episode. Uh, here's a teaser. Stone Cold Steve Austin taking a shower. Ooh. I'm all about men taking showers and having fun. Getting clean. <laughs> I want to get clean. I want to get clean. I don't. Damn it. Take my mic away. No. It's okay. Larry, what about you? <gasps> oh, you can catch me on the EFIS podcast. That's EFISpodcast.com if you enjoy baseball history. And also, you know, you can check out Beer uh, City Media on Twitter and on Facebook. And uh, what other shows we got out there that we're doing? Um, Your cousin's uh, show. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Bud Miles' show. BudMiles.Podomatic.com. Yeah, I think that's all we got. Sweet. And obviously, if you've checked out this show, you've already seen us conspiracy therapy on Stitcher or iTunes. Ooh, we're on Stitcher now. Please- nice. We're on Grinder too. I'm. Oh yeah, we are on Grinder. All three of us laying there on a pile of Legos, right, left, right, for it, right, left, right. 
Ryan right, Larry gets left, Josh gets right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, if you want to help us out and you like this show, if you learned anything, please share with a friend. Also, rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever you use your fancy devices to listen to music and things and podcasts, mostly. Um, or conspiracy therapy show at gmail.com if you want to send us a submission for like hey didn't you make I don't know, a, a question to read didn't you make a U- What's a YouTube page I did actually if you're um, that I would guess a small type of person who's just solely based on YouTube you hey. can check us out at conspiracy <sighs> therapy on YouTube and subscribe and listen to a. <laughs> it's the end of the night, ladies and gentlemen. We're all a little foggy London town, ready for our nappy naps before we go to worky work. <laughs> what was that? It sounded like the sheets just got ripped in half. No, it's my grandpa snoring. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about time for us to dream, but don't worry, the the hat man. I think he's just going to play Uno with the Grim Reaper for a while tonight. Nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's getting stared at. That's the deal, Shaquille. And uh, we'll see you on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. You all take care of yourselves now, you hear? Well, I walked into the office. What did I see? A well-shaped body with the back to me. Sitting in a chair with a white gown. She said, Dana Dane, won't you please lay down? She said that she wanted to reveal her face. Till my hour was up and I was on my way. Now we got to the matter of why I came there. I said, Doc, I keep having these crazy nightmares. Nightmares of the night Nightmares, they're right Cause they just show imagination of reality Just keep telling yourself to them make believe She said, relax yourself, won't you tell me once So I get diagnosed and see what must be done I lay back my head, try to inhale this has been a presentation of Beer City Media.